Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. That's awesome. It's 545. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Big Dick Toledo. Uh, this is the morning sickness, and we're ready to go. Preparing for Hurricane Hillary. Ooh, I remember. It's not going to happen, by the way. It never does. In the year 2000. I think it was 2001, they had a hurricane come up to Baja. And they were selling sandbags downtown. I remember I worked at The Zone, and they were telling me I had a response. I remember before my afternoon fart show, I had to sit down with the managers. We get a responsibility. That hurricane's going to hit about 5 o'clock today. Like, we're not getting hit by a hurricane. Yeah, no. Home Depot getting robbed. Selling sandbags. And they had, like, makeshift sandbag setups. So I sent uh, my friend Kevin out. To do live reporting from outside, and it's just a little windy for a while. I don't even know that we got much rain, but we've had hurricanes that we almost root for to come get us. We get the residue. <laughs> We're not getting anything. This one I remember was coming up to Baja. They're like, "It's going to hit Yuma's. Yuma's going away. We were going to lose Yuma." It's, oh, there's not a problem there. I'm right. I'm like, who's complaining yeah. about that? It'll turn into a beach. It was Yuma was going to go away. We're, it's never going to be the same. We're going to lose this whole, all of it. And then I remember I was making fun of it, and a guy called, and he goes, Dude, I live in Yuma right now. We're under about three feet of water. No, you're not. He had a little, he was like right there by the water where it had risen up. None of the houses, nothing happened. And it's happening again where the news has got their fingers crossed. God, I wish this Hillary would hit us. It's not going to. A nice little rain. The temperature's going to drop. This is nice. It's good. We should be celebrating the fact that this is pretty good. We expected more. We don't get hit by hurricanes in the desert. If we did, 
it's a hell of a hurricane. And the thing you need to worry about is all the cities that got blown up on the way to getting here. Because it's if Phoenix is the only one affected, that isn't a hurricane. That's an attack by God. <laughs> Tucson, Maricopa, oh my God. Where's the problem? I do dream of a hurricane someday sweeping up through Mexico and staying so strong it destroys Tucson. And no one would notice. No. A hurricane blew through Tucson the next day. It'd be like, wow, we need to sweep up Tucson. It looks exactly the same. There's nothing about Tucson that would change. Yuma going away. Sorry, humans. Come on. You guys are dying to get out of there, too. Nobody. If anyone could do it, Hillary. He's got the potential. Yeah, Hillary's the one. I, I don't think. Yeah, oh, they kill. She, she's named after a murderer. So she's, yeah, for sure. I just don't. Uh, no, no travel agent ever. No one ever says, when I'm done here. I'm retiring and taking my family over to Yuma. It's not a destination for anything. It's the stop off for McDonald's and gas on your way to San Diego. That's it. That's it. So maybe the hurricane takes out Yuma finally, 20 years later, because I remember that talk was hilarious. I don't remember the name of the hurricane. We have to be, John, I know that's not your MO. This has to be something you take very seriously because this is this is very possibly going to hurt a lot of people. I'm like, we'll play it by ear, but I'm not seeing... The desert southwest getting decimated by a hurricane. I'm just, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I think I'm pretty safe joking about it. <laughs> At least hitting us. And it never got, it never Was that the one anything. we would always, uh, years after, would always blame? No. Blame everything on it, any kind of tragedy that was Here? going on? No, there was a hurricane for a while that was. Oh, that was, was Katrina. Like, Katrina, yeah, yeah. Katrina, you know Katrina wasn't close to Arizona, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I'm saying, but that was the joke. That was no matter what, oh, it's Katrina. And then there was one before that that was always. That was not the the hurricane that came up the Pacific was not Katrina. And we weren't, and if we were threatened, it was equally as threatening to us as the one we had to be afraid of back in 2001. Yeah, Katrina was like 2005. But it wasn't even like it stopped being a hurricane midway up the Baja and turned into just rain. And then by the time it got here, it was just like a little spit. Tropical storm. Tropical storm, nothing. So, you know, if you got friends there in its path, probably living on the coast, that's one of the risks you take. And uh, Florence? I don't remember. I'll, I'll never remember the name. Florence. I think Florence is another eastern one. They don't really care about the west coast hurricanes. Those don't ever, yeah. those don't ever do anything. Those are the typhoons. They don't really matter when they're in the Pacific. It doesn't it's not newsworthy because they very rarely amount to much. But and then they, they kept saying it could get a lot of uh Heavy rains and Blythe and Quartzite. And I'm like, yeah, those that group needs a washing. It's good when they get rain. They, hopefully they all stand outside like chickens with their meth heads up in the air and they drown them. Summer's Eve, all that out of there. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's right. yes. A nice Summer's Eve. That's what we should call this. The Hurricane Summer's Eve comes through and takes care of Blythe and Quartzite. Because, man, does that place need a wash. I've never met anyone and said, uh, hi, I'm from Blythe. And then I walked away and went, how regal. <laughs> it never happens. No, I'm reaching for the hand sanitizer. <laughs> usually I'm like, just, good Ugh. God, did you see that guy's tooth? Man. Hi, right, I reside in Blythe. Welcome to my kingdom. <laughs> oh, nope, doesn't happen. It's not a thing. Have you seen this bread in Blythe? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm thinking about getting a second home in Blythe. Said no one <laughs> ever. <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, not a thing. But uh, the news wants you to think that we're going to get bombarded. And, okay, it's just going to be a big rain. It's going to be nothing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry. Don't, don't fall for the sandbags. <laughs> I remember going, uh, Tim Moranville was the boss at the zone, and I went, sandbags, guys? Really? Sandbags? 
We don't do it for monsoons. You're going to do it for the potential goal. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Tim came in. And he's like, John, this is what if you're wrong? Like, if I'm wrong, it's never happened before. Then I'll take my lumps. But I'm pretty sure it's just like my argument of Brown's going to Brown, Lions going to Lion, Cardinals going to Cardinal. Phoenix going to be hurricane proof for a long time. You're like the old man at Mount St. Helens. <laughs> right. I ain't leaving. <laughs> right. but, okay, but the difference is Mount St. Helens was proven to be an active volcano, and he's, he lived on it. This Hell is, no. This is proven to be pretty hurricane proof. Stop talking about hurricanes in Phoenix, you weirdos. Sandbag. Unless your house was uh, engineered like the Hayden Wash back in the day. Right. If you, well, they always tell everybody who moves in here, it's like you're in a floodplain. We're in a valley. Of course we're in a floodplain. It would have to be biblical. We're all flooding if you're flooding. Unless you bought in a wash. Then you're an idiot. It's not like I bought an Arcosante. I'm not a, not a dip. I know what to do with a house. And it's pretty much made of bricks, so I have to just put some towels around the doors. I'll be okay. But yeah, and if it does flood, and we've had floods from the monsoons, nobody really sandbagged up. No. I love when people panic and it's like they, they, they bring their Midwestern and other state views here thinking, oh, it could happen. I've said, no, it's all right. It's all right. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it. Royal Norman's a liar. That's what I'm saying. Ian Schwartz, liar. And I love Ian. He's a friend of mine. But when he gets on TV, I'm like, you can't trust this guy when he starts talking about weather. He knows it. Ian's in Hawaii right now doing Maui reports. Lying like crazy. No, he's telling the truth out oh, there because yeah. he's no, got no, a free trip. And I text him and I said, uh, hey, Schwartz, nice assignment. And he goes, yeah, he goes, it's pretty devastating down here. And he goes, but I can't get over why everybody's freaking the F out about people in other cities being here. And I'm like, I, I'm, you're there. What is it? And he goes, well, if Gilbert started on fire and burned down, pe- people would still be loud in Cave Creek, right? And right. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, that's kind of what's going on. He goes, but, but. He blames because the news is saying, like, the whole island's a mess. And he goes, they need to find places for these folks. He goes, but it's it's a little calmer than they're letting on. Lahaina's gone, which is weird. Yeah, so I, the rest I know of that the was, island, that's, yeah. you know, a, a big part of uh, when you visit Maui. Huge. Whatever, but it's it's such a tiny little section. Right. And then there's, like, two other cities that are 20, 25 minutes away. It is. It's like if Gilbert burned down, even Queen Creek would still keep going if Gilbert burned down. Unfortunately. Can't get rid of Queen Creek. Tougher oh, to don't get start there. That one again. Uh, <laughs> you go around it. You don't like when I go after Queen Creek. No, no, no. I'm because just saying. Because of those gays again. Yeah, they're going to come after you again, oh, Stephen. Stephen Holmberg's <laughs> back at it. Well, if they were good gays, they wouldn't be living in Queen Creek in the first place. That's what I've established already. That's fact. Good gays live in the Biltmore. Like decent gays. So much so that the, uh, you know, back to the Hawaii thing, that the uh, chief, uh, what was it, fire? The fire chief there. Or the... <laughs> I thought you were going to an Indian named Chief Fire. <laughs> no, he <laughs> resigned. That's what I thought. <laughs> but he's off to a rough chief start. Ohoma, chief Oma. Chief He fire resigned. Chief. Well, yeah, he was the guy who was the disaster manager. Didn't uh, hit the alarm. They're uh, accusing him of not warning the people. How do you know? It was a fire. It's like, whoa. Yeah, fire. I think he's who just tired saw of that like... coming? Not a single person said it's going to burn the whole city down. It's crazy. It's just nuts, but it's, a, it's tragic and it's terrible that that whole city went and the death. It's remarkable. Again, I go back to thinking and uh, Jay Ackerman, who's up at uh, Tactical Black, was talking. He was there just last year and he said, uh, you could kind of tell it was, you know, there was the really wet spots. And he goes, and then there was the stuff you're like, wow, this is really kind of 
dried out, not really being paid attention to. He didn't think, you know, the whole city was going to burn down. But he was just there, and he said, no, it's it makes sense. Like, if you've been there over the last couple of years, you look at it and go, mm, it's a lot of dry. It's drier than... You know, well, I picture Hawaii like Jurassic Park every... It's the yeah, same thing. So I just read an article last rains night. Rains every day. Yeah, I, I figure it's tropical. I'm like, but, you know, I'm an idiot, so who knows. I just read an article the other day and realized, what a, Brett's going to love this, because this made me... I was alone oh. reading my phone, and there's an article about a bear that escaped from the cargo hold in an Iranian flight. So there's Iranian plane, and they had a bear in the cargo. It's a passenger plane, and some a wild bear is in the cargo in a cage. And the next thing you know, there's some rumbling going down in that cargo. He got out of the cage and started tearing stuff up, and he got loose, and they had to get the thing back to... And my only thought was, man, I have to wrap my head around... Um, like domestic travel from Tehran. I just don't picture that whole country having an, a thriving airport. And I know I'm wrong, but I always, I, when I picture Iran, it's people in robes screaming from, <laughs> it's like none of, them are, none of them are going somewhere. Like none of them are on a trip or having a nice weekend. And this one was going to Dubai. And then you think, well, they're all oil rich. Of course they've got airplanes. I thought they didn't even have airplanes. I'm a terrible human being. <laughs> I hear the words you say sometimes. I mean, who talks like that? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I'm like, oh my god! I ran there to carpets. Or what? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm like, of course they travel with carpeting and <laughs> and walking and goats and like that, right? That's what the that's what the TV's taught me as an American. Over three thousand passengers heading to, they're all sitting crisscross applesauce right, right, like yeah. on the floor, hanging off the wheels. And yeah. I'm like, of course there's a bear on it. Everybody's trying to get out, and that's not even Iran. It's just the area. We're just enemies with them. So my brain power drops down to aren't they just kind of savage farmers who run around with their animals all day and, right. and this poke is probably sticks at a, us a luxury liner oh it's probably and, beautiful and this guy's pet bear that he's bringing yeah you can bring it on there <laughs> yeah it's probably some exotic billionaire with oil money his bear got loose but again then i go back to like not being too wrong because i don't think american airlines is putting a grizzly in the cargo hold with the you know the people's pekingese and a couple german shepherds in your luggage it, it's it's flying solo. I've never once, because I sit and watch that when I land. I like watching the, I don't fly this way anymore. I won't. When you're sitting there by the window, just waiting the 45 minutes to get off the plane, and you can see the luggage leaving. I've never once seen a cage with a bear go by. I've seen dogs and stuff, but I've never, ever once seen like a, I've actually been at the the baggage claim and seen the dog come shooting over and down the ramp. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think that's supposed to happen. They put him on the little deal. He got. And there he was, sitting in baggage, San Jose, California. I'm like, wow. 
They just put them right out there with the rest of the luggage. Some lady grabbed it, grabbed a blue bag, and got out of there. Never seen a bear, ever. But he got loose, and I and my my bigot brain. And I'm fine with hating Iran. I think we're supposed to still. So I'm like, I'm glad I don't like. I'm glad I think lowly of them. It was very bougie American to think that Iran has travel. <laughs> How they do that? You still have Ayatollah issues. Oh, I got Ayatollah. Oh, yeah, it's all like pictures, like them freaking out in the middle of a city and dumping a casket and then lighting things on fire and running into their dumpy buildings. And and I looked at Tehran last night on the, it's a thriving college town. It's basically Tempe. <laughs> like everybody's young and exciting and fun. And, like I thought all those escaped and got here and became doctors. So I, they just don't have good bear kennels. Evidently. They're using the standard dog kennel. Whatever. They've, they've got bears on their planes. That is amazing. But it made me a bigot for like a few seconds. I'm like, yeah, Iranians with... <laughs> they got And it was like Iranian air. I'm like, they have their own companies? Like, it, just, it just kept dwindling down to... These are just simple farmers who hate us. That's it. The whole nation. I've never once seen like a nice restaurant. Like you a, think of farmers? Oh, immediately. I think of uh, oil people who are... Like hate money, <laughs> like I just Living think of people in large who are just, tents out in the desert right. or something. Every visual I have of Iran is just angry. They hate us. They run around in their robes. They sit in buildings that have bullet holes all over the outside of them, and they're just mad all the time. And stonings uh, on the weekend, they never laugh. Yeah, they stone people. They chop hands off nonstop. Their 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 stores are all outside on tables. They're screaming for no reason. <laughs> just no reason to that. And and then they showed pictures of and it looked like Tempe and I'm like oh, very modern it looked pretty nice. <laughs> I think a call center's in Aladdin. That's the two things. Yeah, yeah, that's the two. Well, it's the same thing. It's over there. <laughs> You're worse than me. My admission that I just don't have a firm grasp of what well because I've been taught that as an American kid. I grew up being taught Iran is a third world nation. Me massive. too. Who cares yeah. about everybody right, over there? Exactly. So why have I ever thought of them having a thriving air business? Of course they fly. Brett, you need to do that next time you get the call. Listen, you Iranian piece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't tell hey, look me. here, Ayatollah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And then I just kind of ashamed myself a little, and then I giggled like, Jesus, something's wrong with you. You know, I've had people say that out loud about, like, Africa. I'm like, Africa has airlines? Like, yes, they're not. Because the images we get shown are all just hungry. Yeah, Sally Struthers. Right. And I talk to Janny all the time, and he's like, no, the hotel. and Because I'll ask him, he wants me to go to Africa with him, which is the zero-sum probability. And he's like, you want to come with me to the Sudan? I'm like, absolutely not. It's awful. It's just just all black people. And he laughs like crazy. <laughs> he, finds, he finds that funnier than anybody. So I always say that to him. He's I can't be. You know I would stand out like a sore thumb there. He goes, oh, my God, they would love you. They wear the KUPD shirts. I'm like, they don't listen on the app or anything. No, they do. I'm like, they don't have that. He goes, why do you think that? So I'm like, where would I stay? Like, do you have a hut for me? We have a hotel and television. I'm like, really? <laughs> and why'd you leave? The rebels. And I'm like, see, now we're talking. Now that's what I know about the rebels yeah. and the... It- his place wasn't that way when he left. But but it is that way still because he showed me pictures of his last trip. We had a big celebration. Here's a video. And these women come out and they're gorgeous. I'm, I am attracted to the Sudanese skin. And the women come out and they're beautiful. And they're, in these, and they're doing this dance. And the guys come out and they do a dance. And I'm like, wow, that's really neat, Janie. I said, is this at like some sort of, yes, it's at a center, like a convention hall. And it's beautiful. And I'm like, and then what'd you do? Then we slaughtered a cow. And I'm okay. See, this is, the, this is what I think. They... 
slaughtered it right there at the party. Fresh. And uh, they drug well, it out and did it right in front of everybody and just started throwing I've it on seen, fire. I've seen Apocalypse Now. I That's don't how it works. That's yeah. exactly. We all go off our images. I never picture I ran to be good. But <laughs> when they say, uh, this guy says, Iranian bear, isn't that just a gay guy in a cage? It's like, yeah, <laughs> Iranian bear. There are a lot of hair. Got out of the cage, yeah. destroyed stuff. Yeah. Speaking of racism, this dude on Big Brother that we talked about a few days ago that dropped the N-bomb in casual conversation on the show, Luke Valentine. And the second he said it, he looked over at the black guy in the room like, whoops, caught myself. I don't know who's running his PR. But he said, uh, the reason I said it is because I had a lack of sleep and I was really hungry. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Just hangry. Be cool. hangry no, can leave you. Uh... I've been hungry before and I never gone, this Needs a biscuit right here. <laughs> it's never happened. I've never thrown the end bomb just casually and go, that was out of my control. I must be low blood sugar. No diabetic ever goes, I need a shot. I just said five times. It's the worst excuse ever. And he did a little TikTok video. He goes, really? I'm not that guy. And that, you're dead in the water the second you It's the Tom Brenneman. It's not who I am. The word didn't surprise you. You said it. Is he wearing a Cassiano's jersey and everything? And he, uh, and he, was he might as well in the middle of it. Say, Look, I hadn't had a snack all day. Had a bat in his hand. I was <laughs> I was really upset. Uh, there's a deep drive by Castellanos. It's a four-one <laughs> red. But the reason I said is because I'm hungry and I'm sleepy. I've said that at home. Oh, this needs a nap and a Sammy. You're hungry, aren't you? They don't do Snickers commercials and say that. Sorry. You, turn, you turn into a racist when you're hungry doesn't happen but he shared uh, on his, his wednesday on social media he said uh pretty cl- clear i meant no harm when i used the word but uh what happened happened and it was an incident i'm ashamed of but i also don't think i was being malicious um i'm trying hard uh, to look unbothered by this and i think i'm failing he basically said sorry i was hungry which is not an excuse. For he's him. off, right? There, he's, oh, out yeah, he's, the out. Show. he's gone. Yeah. The Big Brother audience is there. But nobody's given him any. Nobody's given. Nobody, everybody's got to pull the stick out, too, because this was not a. Uh, this was just catching a guy saying it. You know, this wasn't like he was aiming it at somebody yeah. or being like really racist with it. He just said it, and that's automatic uh, cancellation, and that's fine. I think the, the, the deal is when you let a fleeting N bomb go through, when you just say it like, you know. If you're a white guy and you say to someone else, what up? And you're kind of goofing and joking. And then you're like, oops, I got caught saying it. Yeah, you lose. You lose up to right there. You're gone. And then everybody's okay with you again. You just got to start over. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with not. Like, that's the best way. But to cancel him from life and say, you can't apologize for his apology garbage. But you just have to let him. He immediately has a robe on. Right. He's not a Klansman. He's not not hosing people off trying to go to school. He said the N-word. Oops. Terrible. Dummy. Said it on TV. You're canceled. That's it. You're you're done from that. We all know the rule. You're off the show. But after that, let the dude go. Eh, We all kind of saw it. It was stupid. I'm going to try not to do that ever again. And then his lessons learned. You just, you lose your job. You lose your job when you drop that bomb in the wrong room. But you can't come on TV the next day. You get worse. You make it ten times worse, and you're like, look, I'm hungry. I'm sleepy. You should see me. With, like, if I don't get my eight hours, I just say all day long. <laughs> it is not a valid excuse for why that fell out of your mouth. And those apologies, we have to. It's been years now. 
with TikTok and social media, people goofing up. We we need an up. I, I think we need to start this company. Teach people how to follow up social media videos. Never ever ever go. It was the Ambien. You're, haven't you seen you get crucified ten times worse when your apology isn't good? Don't apologize. Go on the, the TikTok and say, yeah, I I say that word every once in a while and jest. I don't mean it towards a race, but, yeah, I got caught. I, I got to stop. It's dumb. But I like hip-hop. So and, and sort of part of me sort of sings along in the car. Sometimes I think it's a little, so I did it. I got caught. Nothing better than just going and saying, yeah, I got nailed on this one, and I said it. So it was stupid. Once in a on. while, you can get off the hook by going to an addiction, you know, there, Even then. It seemed Steve to Kime. work on the phone. Right. Steve Kime went, and he's, he's on TV He again. should be his PR guy. Right. And yeah. you just, either that or you just don't apologize and just go, look, it happened. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah. But you go on social media and give the reasons why. Roseanne taught us that when she dropped those crazy words. And then, I mean, the only one that I think has a valid excuse for why he went crazy is Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's phone call back in the day is like a racist fever dream. But in a way, I'm like, well, it sort of makes sense that words that he's out of control over. He's drunk. He's furious at his ex or his current his soon to be ex Oksana he is he's in a rage we give a pass to people for sentencing of murder when they're in a rage the other thing that he didn't have going for me either was uh, you know wasn't that after the police incident oh he had a few goose he was an alcoholic yeah so he had a few moments, and then this one comes out, and she releases those sugar tapes. teas. But had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He called, he called the cops <laughs> sugar teas, which is still, there is nothing wrong with that. A drunk calling cops uh, sugar <laughs> is high ratings for OP Live. Nobody's complaining about that. Uh, tack on the fact it's William Wallace. I mean, you've got yourself a blockbuster. <laughs> but when he called that lady of his, like OJ, if if it was a, I mean, it's, a it's an N word of passion. Is yes. basically what it was. He was just insane at the time and he was screaming at her and if you remember i hope you get by a gaggle of was the and you're like whoa <laughs> and she's Mel's doing whatever it. she can to press all the buttons right. to get it on tape right and she knows he's gone insane and he's an alcoholic so if anybody had a chance to have us all come back and go i think mel was out of sorts he had the chance to go i gotta go to rehab i gotta get my life straight I am a disaster right now. Just take the heat of saying I'm the disaster. I can't believe I said all those things I said, but it was in the heat of battle with someone that I'm, you know, love and passion and uh, desire and uh, whatever she was doing in fidelity and him and alcohol. Like that was a perfect recipe for somebody to say a bunch of words that were horrible. And he never got the pass. He gets to do things here and there, but he never became Mel Gibson again. And he did say things about the Jews. I mean, he went off, but it was kind of like, all right, is this the real you or is this the alcohol and, and passion pain coming out? Think of every fight you've been in with a girlfriend that you hate now. Like, that one girl that you had those fever fights with. And you're like, this isn't me at all. Like, what am I doing? You say crazy things. And then therapists go and they teach you, like, you can't start cussing. You can't start. I've seen people fight. I've listened to a fight in an apartment complex on Campbell once because I heard them fighting inside. And I stopped to listen. 
that dude inside should be in jail. He was threatening to kill her family. He was throwing racial slurs. He called her the C-word about a hundred times. Oh, I I don't see a problem with that part of it. Uh, (laughs) He was trying to make her collapse verbally without, like, he can't physically handle her, so he was doing everything he could to just destroy her verbally. And it was, like, I was outside going, well, they need to shut their windows. But I stood outside and listened for eight or nine minutes. Cop show up? Uh, I wasn't there when they did, if they did. But it was loud, and it was horrifying. We had a coworker here that when he got really drunk, oh yeah, his address turned into horrible words. <laughs> we tried to get him an Uber. What's your address? One two five one four road. Oh my God! Shut up! Why did you say that? <laughs> that can't be true. Look that up. Google that. And see if that's a, an actual street. It wasn't. He lived on like. Royal Saguaro Lane. It, Something, yeah. Nothing even, like, it couldn't even stumble that word into the road. Where is that? What city is that? In Scottsdale? No, it's in Arizona. God damn it. There's no possible way this is real. It's a deep drive by Castellanos. Next day, he came into work, handing out gifts. Sorry about that. When I get drunk, sometimes I just, I say horrible things. Our Christmas parties were so good back then. They, they've been canceled because of exactly, how great yeah. they were. We'll never have another holiday party again because of that kind of stuff. I mean, we've had sexual assault. We've had verbal assault. It's Sexual assault guy. It's trickled down to just a lunch now. Yeah, but sexual assault guy worked here for another five years. Because <laughs> it was like, look, you're bombed. I don't know that you even know you did this. He's drunk. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, let it, this let it, was way beyond drunk. Like this was a plastering that. How are you I'm still awake? Rationale of the the building. The lady who he grabbed, her husband was like, "Get him out of here, or I'm taking care of this right now." He had the, the wits about him to go. He's got three minutes to be gone. If he's still here, I'm killing him. And her husband could have too. Then her husband could have beat. <laughs> well, anybody could have. A child well, could have yeah. beat that dude up at that point. He was nothing. He was a bag of carbon. That was it. He was just wandering around as life, but barely. God, our Christmas parties were fun. So fun. I just it was tough because, you know, that happened to that guy's wife, but the other wives didn't complain. <laughs> no, some of the wives so, were like, oh, it's been tough like person. that in years. <laughs> Why are they all hanging around? You've got big hands. Does everyone from Baltimore have hands like this? <laughs> I won't touch your wife. I will not touch your wife. <laughs> He grabbed Holda, all sorts. And he worked here for another five years because everybody looked at it and went, I don't know that that dude even knows that happened. To ask him to apologize is almost devastating because he's going to say something dumber. But this dude on Big Brother, yeah, I said the N-word. And um, if someone would have just given me some Ritz crackers, it probably wouldn't have happened. You know, fill a cracker with crackers. We stopped saying <laughs> It doesn't make sense. It's the stupidest. It's in all companies, but it just seems like the experience that I've had in the years of radio alcohol being involved in the party there's always one or two that don't you blame alcohol have, well the episodes when there there's uh, there's always a person when they get too drunk things get out of hand that's right brady and that's not the alcohol's fault that's the person's fault okay so then it comes back to you then we gave this guy a all pass for five right. years because you, you can't do that twice but we realized okay you got too deep you've got a chance to fix this by never doing like drinking like that again yeah because i drank a lot I didn't sexually assault anyone. I didn't say the N-word. Yeah. 
So it's not the alcohol's fault, or alcohol would do it to all of us. It's the dude who drinks it needs a reset to say, you can't have that anymore. You become one of those drunks. I drank like a crazy person on July 28th. I left happy. I was fun. I had a nice time. I didn't say anything terrible to anyone. I even asked the next day. The only problem was I had a cupcake incident with a bass player for uh, Marty's band where I tried to feed him a little cupcake oh, yeah. while he played. Are you, uh... And we moved the wrong direction at the same time, and I ended up smashing it in his nose. I felt terrible. And drunk, I felt terrible. I'm like, oh, I did not mean to do that. I Still, I didn't go, hey, eat the cupcake, <laughs> and then grab his hooch. <laughs> It's not the. I'm looking at you, Brady. You stop that indoctrination and nonsense. That alcohol's not the, the problem. The point is, there's one or two that can't handle it in That's every right. company. That's their fault. That's a fact. Yes, that's their fault. I'm if not, not saying it's right. not. It's like blaming guns for murders. Guns don't kill people. It's not people an anti-drinking. Thing. Alcohol doesn't make people drunk. Drunks make themselves drunk. That's right. You can't just walk by. Brett, help me out here. He's taking away our fun. <laughs> You're the enemy of fun. Pull that wet blanket out of here. That's right. And that's why we should never have alcohol at a party. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. No reason to have a party, no. then. That's right. What's the point of the party? That's why nobody brings a jug of soda to somebody's house for a night. Hey, I brought us a two-liter for everybody. Oh, thanks. We're going to crack open the beer and alcohol while you drink your soda. <laughs> Except for your buddy. Brought us the Dr. K. The O. Dr. O. Or Dr. K was the O. Yeah. That was its say. Uh, anyway, if you said the N-word at work, just go into your boss and go, said the N-word. No real excuse for it. I was listening to Doja Cat on the way in. It kind of filtered into my brain. I made a mistake. Said it. It's probably going to be repercussions. And then watch that guy go, wow, that's big of you to say that. Yeah, I was an idiot. I screwed up. I, it was a terrible thing. Like most white people, I try not to say that in front of people. But today I slept. Did you say it at someone? No, it's just singing. There's a song she's got called Ain't Shit, and it's just loaded with the N-word, and I think I sang some of it out loud. Still pretty heavy in the music. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. And the youth love it's it. It's really not fair to make that word so taboo and then have such catchy songs to go, Ain't all up in your crib. I love that song. Can you imagine going on a trip and telling them you're singing that song? But, oh, I love that oh, song. Oh, yeah. Doja Cat. <laughs> I like Doja Cat. She's got nice <laughs> Yeah. So I'm good? Yeah, just, you know, don't go on social media and talk about her. All right, deal. Just stop it. Dude needs to be fired. Move on. And if you said it at work today, pull your phone down for a few days. That's the problem with social media. I'm sure that dude went home after the Big Brother incident and then read his social media and the attack. And he's like, I got to get out there and defend myself. I was so hungry. That's the worst thing I've... That might be the worst one. I was so hungry, I said to a guy. Oops. On a weedy or something. I mean, I've been hungry before. Brady's hungry a lot. <laughs> and I've never once said at him, go, will you get out of my way? I gotta get to that vending machine. It's never happened. <laughs> Even as a joke. It's just not a thing. So, and by the way, little lesson learned there too. If you're trying to scoot out of the house this morning without breakfast, there's a chance you're going to call someone later today. I guess that's a thing, so might as well. Uh, it's okay. You didn't get breakfast today. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't worry about that. I'm sorry about that, Tyrone. Uh, Brendan didn't mean it. He hasn't had breakfast. Get him a Pop-Tart immediately so he stops saying that. It's not a thing. It's a terrible excuse. It's the worst excuse I've heard since Ambien's at least a drug that can render you goofy. And you might end up going, did I do what? What did I do? Hunger? Not an excuse.
lack of sleep, it has to be like 72 hours before you start hallucinating and saying things. Like Jonah Hill when he called that photographer the homo F word. I don't think anybody was mad at him. He was mad at that dude. He was trying to make that dude feel bad. He was hurting that guy's feelings. Didn't mean he hated all gay people. He was just mad at that guy for banging into his car with his camera and chasing him around. So we called him the homo F word. Next day, he's crying on Fallon. It's not a word I use. I don't even know why. Yes, it is. It's a word everybody uses when they're angry and furious at an individual and you try to call them names and hurt their feelings. It's better than punching and you're, you're, you're angry at someone. You say angry things. Crime of passion. Words of passion. But his tears on Fallon were crocodilian at best. Uh, He's a great actor. He's a good actor. And it turned out after the Scorsese thing, I was like, oh, that's why you got away with that one. Good (laughs) acting on Fallon. I didn't buy it, but what are you going to do? Let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. While we batten down the hatches for this giant hurricane headed our direction. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 